You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Radio on San Diego's Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris, Christian Pedersen, Noah Laxina, Bodie De Silva. Chase is in here somewhere. Dom is here as well. Chase is back there with Dennis, jumping up and down. I don't know what he's doing back there, but uh, he seems he's to be having a good out, time. Man. It's 80s hair metal night. Uh, I don't know how we decided it, but it is. I feel like Chase just comes in here and is like, okay, how do I wreak havoc? And like, he'll just interrupt the show. Then he'll go to Dennis. He's just a crazy man. He's looking around. His pizza should be delivered here soon. <laughs> <laughs> pizza from last week? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, so we are now kind enough to be joined by Granite Hills Girls Lacrosse. They are currently 11-1 and with a 6-0 and league mark, and that's that's light work for them uh, as, as it's been the last couple of seasons. So let's go around the room. Everyone want to introduce yourselves? Hi, my name is Louise Liebman, and I play defense. My name is Morgan Newkirk, and I'm a midfielder. My name is Michaela Drug, and I'm a midfielder. Coach, you're all, that is awesome. Oh, okay. you're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm the head coach, Jose Soto, been there for six years. My name is Jillian Munns, and I play midfield. My name is McKenna Rampino, and I play offense. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Like I said, 11-1 and one so far this season as they're now staring down the back stretch of it. I just want to talk about uh, – I'm looking for the total stats here. Uh, goals four. Everyone ready for this one? Yes. Uh, 191 points scored, 60 points allowed. So you have scored more than three times as many points has been scored on you. Imagine being the goalie for the opposing team. Like, you look like, I got Granite Hills next. Let's see what they're about. Let's see their stats. And you look at it like, wow. 22-2, 16-5, 15-9, 17-0. Yeah, it, it, it gets bloodbathy after. Two 21 to threes in a row. That's pretty good. So, Coach, <laughs> uh, happy with that or still room for improvement? <laughs> to be fair, there's always room for improvement. Uh, if we could have put 30 on them, we probably should have. So send a message out there and, you know, keep it bloody. Keep it bloody. A, see, this is what I like this. You know why? Because you know I'm about to say it's a game of disrespect. It's a, the disrespect, though. <laughs> you can disrespect the other person the most in the cleanest way possible. So my question is now for the defense. Um, are you guys bored this season? Uh, <laughs> is it boring being a part of the defense here? Uh, or do you have to, like, come up with ways to entertain yourself while the offense is just over on the other side for the vast majority of the game? Or, or do you still have fun? So we're always having fun. I mean, there's always moments where like we're just communicating, just like having little inside jokes, just having fun with it no matter what. But I mean, we're trying to be fair no matter what and just always playing our hearts out. And ev- after like every goal, we always ha- try to have like our little heel click or something like that just to keep it going, like keep us pumped. But we're, it's always fun. There's never a dull moment. What's what's the heel click? Yeah, you got to explain that. You, you can't, you can't just bit. tell us an inside just, yeah, joke. Not gonna, like, so where you explain it's where you paint a picture because – you're on radio. We do also have Instagram Live if you want to watch at SD Prep Insider. Dom been killing it today. Also, we're going to make Chase try it afterwards, so that's fine. Yes. All right, yeah, so how does the heel click go? All right, so right when they score, we all look at each other. We already know what's going to happen. We run down towards the goalie, and the goalie's coming towards us. And I go one, two, three, and then we heel click, and then we all get together and, like, hit our sticks as, like, congratulate one another. And it's just pretty fun. Oh, shoot, we need six for this, huh? No, no, no. We, 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 we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We're pretty. Here, look, we have TV remotes that we can break uh, on behalf of the station. Um, they'll gladly use that kind of stuff. Uh, Slam the mics to each other. <laughs> We've done worse, and we're, we still have a job. Hopefully nobody's listening. Uh, we, Ch- Chase broke a chair. Uh, we've done all sorts of weird, uh, weird things. So... Uh, let's flip it over then. Someone from someone from the offensive side of the ball, uh, maybe uh, you. Uh, we got point, fingers being pointed here. Someone want to walk us through what it's like being part of a powerhouse like this? No, 
Someone has to answer. Okay, going through offense, it's more like we don't really we don't really worry about the scoreboard. We just worry about our own play. So while we're on the field, we just play our own game and make sure that we're not getting too cocky with the scoreboard or anything. We don't even pay attention to it. We just do it and play our own game. Well, at some point, though, you got to walk out there with a ton of confidence because seventeen and two last season, eleven and one so far this season. There has to come a point where you guys feel like we're not trying to necessarily prove. I know you're always going to give me the cliche answer. We're trying to prove ourselves every single game, but it's got to feel like you've entered into that next level of you're not just a, an upstart because to kind of educate those of you that are new to the lacrosse, because we don't get a ton of lacrosse coming through here. I think it's a pretty divided sport. North County feels very entitled. They are the lacrosse part of the county and everyone else can kind of, you know, get out of here with that nonsense but you guys after these two last two seasons it, it feels like you've entered into that conversation now of hey look we're a legitimate program we're a legitimate powerhouse do you feel like you're carrying that kind of confidence into games now yeah like our coach always tells us he, he always tells us that after every game we always have a bigger target on our back and we expect that out of the out of the teams that we play we never go into a game thinking that it's going to be easier it's going to be hard we just play how do you how do you guys stay motivated like when the sto- when the score starts getting out of hand because I mean after like nine to nothing I mean it would be like all right we're up nine to nothing so how do you guys stay motivated to keep putting up those huge numbers every every game I mean it's really just the sideline getting us hyped up it, there's a lot of people on the side that are always just like chanting and they always find something new to keep us happy and on the field it's a lot of us just keeping each other positive even if we're up by like a lot to like nothing. It's still a sport that we love to play, and it's just the passion that really comes out of it. It's not just terror of coach. <laughs> um, Matt, ah, man, I would not want to be on the other on, on the other end of one of those uh, good old fashioned butt whoopings from Granite Hills because <laughs> down eighteen nothing, you're like, let's go, let's go, I'm like, sheesh, man, all that noise. That's cool that you guys have that energy. <laughs> well, coach, kind of the same question to you in in terms of building this program. You said six years. The last two years, obviously a significant catching fire, jumping up to that next level. You're still hungry for that chance to get an open. You're still hungry for that chance to, you know, bring home a championship. But does it feel like some of the efforts are paying off in terms of the, of the quality of play out there? I mean, absolutely. The girls have taken it upon themselves to really push themselves in the offseason. And, and like you said, we are a divided sport as far as where the mecca of the sport is. But that's motivation to us. You know, we did play Scripps Francis this year as a, you know, trailer. We did uh, – get one of those old-fashioned weapons, but we appreciate that. You know, we don't go into a game hoping that a team stops scoring on us, and if anything... Which I just want to bring up something about the Scripps Ranch team that he just mentioned. They are currently ranked eighth in the entire country. Say that again one more time. It's better than, better than ninth. Right now... <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. Yeah. Um, always a chance to squeak one of those in there. Uh, yeah, Big so, math guy. So right now, the, the Scripps Ranch Girls Lacrosse team is ranked eighth in the entire country. So, yes, that's okay to take a whooping uh, like that to that kind You're of a team. They're the real deal. Yeah. No, I haven't played a team where you can literally close your eyes, pick a girl randomly from the field, put them anywhere, and you wouldn't see a difference in the team. We have a lot of respect for them, the game that we played them. And, you know, we're hungry for it. You know, we want to go into open because we're not avoiding that chance. We want to go ahead and play them again. And we want to show the rest of the league and North County or whoever's watching that uh, we can compete. One, or you, you, I was going to say, one, one place you definitely can compete in is the jersey game. I feel like you guys might have some of, if not the best jerseys in uh, San Diego County. Anyone care to comment on that? 
agree with it, disagree with it? Do you think your jerseys can get better? I feel like every year you're coming out with something slick and new. Uh, I really like it. I mean, I wouldn't go as far as wearing skirts in a lacrosse game because I just think that would cause too much chafing on the legs <laughs> while you're running. But I prefer, like, kind of the more basketball shorts kind of look. And then the That's why I suck just... wearing skirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, but most of the, the girls across teams switched to the shorts, though. I, I, I think originally everyone was wearing skirts, and now it kind of switched over. It's more of a field yeah. hockey thing, right? I, no? Well, no, I think they both, both sort of. I don't know. You're probably, you're probably right. I don't know. <laughs> but that baby blue combo is really nice. It, it always, it, it's always a real, real crisp looking. So um, let's see. What do we got coming up? This week for you guys, we got, as I try to get, I'm looking at last year's schedule, you're like, wow, you're all done with your games. Um, so you got Monta Vista, Helix, University City for the next three games you got going on. So what's the mindset going into practice as you, you go down this stretch of games? I mean, I tell the girls every single game, and like they mentioned before, discipline is everything. So we go into a game, it doesn't matter if we're 10 up or 10 down. You know, the game must remain consistent. And, you know, we know what we're strong at and we know what we're weak at. And, and if we don't keep the game in our, you know, our type of basis and our type of discipline, we know it can run away from us. But, you know, every game, that's what's great about this sport or sports in general. You know, any game is, you know, any given game can change everything. You know, so as long as we maintain, you know, that humbleness and, like, we, we're hungry, we're going to do good. And, but we're looking forward. We want that open spot division and we want to challenge the top. I feel like right there, getting that vibe from Coach, he has that Bill Belichick esque like approach to the game. That's so. But dope. he's got full sleeves though. He actually wears the properly full. So for those of you, who, so for so for those of the of the people who don't uh, get to watch Granite Hills play lacrosse, what's your guys' style? Because Coach talks about how you guys want to stay to your uh, style of play. What's your guys' style? Are you guys fast pace, slow pace, or if you go to a Granite Hills game, what do you guys expect to see? Well, like playing Granite Hills, it's more like all of us are just united as a team. And like you can tell when we're playing sloppy, it's usually when we just go into a game and get a little bit, you know, too cocky and we don't play as ourselves. But when we play as a team and we play united, that's usually when we play our best. And going out on the field, the opposing team can expect us to like be super enthusi- like enthusiastic and super humble and super motivated to play the game. And usually it's never anything other than that. Wow, you, did you give them media training too yeah. before you came yeah. to this? Like, it's a good bunch here. <laughs> the best show. I think this is the best this show is, we've had in a we're while. We're off to a great start, man. This hour is going to go crazy. So uh, earlier in the show, we were talking with Olympian about the pregame vibe, how to get hyped for it. Lacrosse is something where you got that nice build up, then you, as soon as you get going, the energy matches all game. What is the pregame music? Who's in charge of it? How does that get picked? Oh, immediately everybody turns and fingers pointing one direction. So. <laughs> so basically who picks uh, all the pregame music and all of our hype music is my is my own dad he just sits in the box and he picks his music and he feels like whatever music is gonna hype us up usually does the trick so dad's been doing well actually yeah he has <laughs> what's on that playlist um there's a couple like i'm not sure like they're not really usually popular songs but there's you know like some like acdc that gets us pumped up or like eminem you know like songs like that that get us so pumped old up. white people stuff Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I, I i think your dad stole my uh, spotify account that sounds a lot of like things i listen to what a guy yeah. sounds awesome <laughs> now, i should not be in charge of any sort of pregame music by the way well i picked today's music and we've seen how that's gone so you know it's all good tommy um all right, so Eminem, 
ACDC, very nice, aggressive vibe. Um, you guys are also one of the few teams right now that's rocking helmets. Uh, that is not a requirement in Girls Across. It's maybe where the game is headed long term. Do you guys feel like, because I, I, I haven't gotten a chance to really talk with a team that wears those, do you guys feel like that's something that you enjoy being a part of? Does that let you play a little bit more freely and aggressively, or do you do you not like them? I think it does let us play a little bit more free, considering the helmets do protect us from various injuries, um, whether it be to the head or the neck or just your face in general. And it gives you just a little bit more confidence to it because you're not afraid of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get hit in the head with someone's, you know, metal stick. And <laughs> it definitely makes you feel better. But I, I like them a lot. Well, let me, let me ask you, Tommy, can I ask a question or do we have to go to commercial break? Uh, we're like right on the cusp. So. All right, let's go to commercial break. When we come back, we'll have more Granite Hills lacrosse. And uh, shout out to Hilltop winning the love of five. Shout out to Hilltop Girls Nikki Lax. All right, overlapping, but yes, Hilltop wins today. Go All to right. commercial. Uh, now that you guys, are you guys done? All right, cool. Uh, we're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio here at San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Yeah, good. That's good. Tom, I'm proud of you. That's what you got to do. I got, it, I got it wildly wrong the first, like, yeah. eight or ten times, though. Well, I so. mean, now you got it. No cap. Yeah, no cap. <laughs> Nailed it. You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Radio on San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. For whatever reason, 80s hair night. I like it. I don't know why, but Goosey uh, Goosey, baby. Tommy Morris, Christian Pedersen, No, like Cena, Bodie Silva, Chase, and Dom both here. Go to at SD Prep Insider if you want to see what this looks like. We got the Instagram Live going. We got Granite Hills Girls Across in the house. That Christian, baby, that ba- what are the official colors? Baby blue and Carolina blue. Car- Carolina blue and navy. Carolina blue and navy blue. That's a nice combo. Nice sometimes they call it Carolina. Sometimes it's called Baby Blue. Sometimes it's called Columbia. Powder Blue. Powder blue. You got a lot of ways you can call this. Never thing. called that anymore. Right, don't so call it that anymore. Dennis won't let me use the term Powder Blue anymore. Tommy, for the rest of the show, I, Tommy, for the rest of the show, I'd like you to just jump in with random blues that you find uh, online. Indigo. Uh, Cyan. Uh, Cyan. Wait, so, what color is indigo? It's a purple. It's between, isn't it? it's between blue and, and violet. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. It's somehow part of the. Ra- it doesn't make any sense. They should call that one blue. <laughs> All right, so before we went to commercial break, I I wanted to ask this to you guys, or girls, I should say, because I I want to ask it about the guys' game. We're talking about the helmets and how that's sort of adding a little bit more freedom for you guys to play a little bit more aggressively. The guys in the girls' game, for those of you that are listening right now that are not a huge lacrosse fan, it's it's got some pretty fundamental differences. The guys have a deep pocket in their, their sticks. You guys don't. The guys have helmets and pads so they can have some more contact. You guys don't. Would you guys like to see girls lacrosse go in that direction of being close to, if not equal, with the guys' game, or do you like it as is, or do you want it somewhere in the middle? I, I, how would you guys like to see lacrosse going? Um, in all honesty, like I do enjoy watching a guys' lacrosse game because it does get super feisty, but girls are also very feisty as it is already. So I think it would be a bigger like difference in as to like how we play, but it would be super exciting and more entertaining to watch the girls play, in my opinion. We'll just go down the line here and everyone give, give us a little answer. Uh, um, I would love for it to be more aggressive because I'm already a- aggressive as it is, especially with the helmets. I'm like, a stick to the face is like nothing with that thing on. <laughs> and I I definitely think if we had, if there wasn't a difference in sticks, then it'd, it'd just be more aggressive because as much as we go after the ground ball with that helmet on, there's no stopping us. <laughs> would you consider yourself to be the enforcer then? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You have an enforcer in girls across? Yeah. <laughs> You're like the 
Yeah, you can be a gift enforcer. Every team has. We'll, we'll put it on the poll. Does every team, no matter the sport, have to have an enforcer? My, oh, um, dude, you should <laughs> see the enforcer on the chess team. That guy. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Check me. No mercy around those bishops and rooks. He just takes them. So, but yeah, keep going though. Would you like? To, I mean, is everybody here in an agreement that they'd like to play a little bit more aggressive, fast-paced, contact-involved game? Coach, do you see that happening though? Is is this something where like college has to do it first and then it trickles down? Is I mean, the truth of the matter is, the women's game is a finesse game, you know. And you know, just like anything, change is something that people frown upon. You know, just even having the option for the helmets has been kind of like a slap in the face to the old timers. So but, so why so why then have you chosen to be one of the forward thinkers in San Diego and have the girls all outfitted with those helmets? Because why not? Why not try it? You know, we're already ostracized as it is. Might as well give them a reason to. You know, let's just go for it. You know, plus, I, I love the fact that we're intimidating and we walk out there. I mean, if you're talking about us before we even get on the field, why not? Mm. It's already worth it. He Helmet owns, me up. Granite Hills owns real estate and all goes across <laughs> those heads. And you know what? Another thing, too, is, well, it's a pretty interesting point. I don't know if you guys knew about this, but it's safer. So, <laughs> so why not? Well, no, I mean, because we just had the Olympian baseball team. They're saying all the dudes now have that chin guard thing, which 10 years ago nobody had. And so I just feel like when people start to think about, wait, this is a safer version for everybody, why not have the helmets? I'm, I'm when, you, when you get in close to the crease, have, have every one of you been hit at one point or the other up near the head around where you're like, wait, oh, yes. so yeah. give, give us all the horror stories. So treat this as if somebody right now listening has never really seen or watched a ton of lacrosse. How much chaos is it when you get within about 10 yards of the goal? Because everyone is coming at you stick first, trying to block your shot. Yeah, the closer you are to the goal, the crazier it gets, especially because all the defenders just like, go up on you and like they may not like try to do it but it still hits you in the face and it gets crazy i think getting hit like in the shin with the ball would be the most painful thing <laughs> like literally ever just like, <laughs> every single girl on the team like gives that like, is, is face, that, like is, oh my god it's disgusting is what, what for people that don't play lacrosse what is the worst possible situation getting hit with the shin with the ball is it in the scrum somewhere in the uh, in anyone been hit in the face oh yeah oh yeah Lots of times. Or getting hit in the chest. That yeah. 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 And is that with a pass? Is that with a shot? Like, like, is that you just turn around and someone errant pass? And like, yeah. I've been yeah. yeah. Been gone. yeah. yeah. I've been hit in the nose with a shot before. Oh, Wait, but the, yeah. So did, was that, that in the goggle days? Yes. Okay. Did, did the goggles not protect <laughs> that? I guess not. No, do those, gog- those goggles, no, I feel like those goggles don't protect against anything. Oh, they don't do anything. It's literally just a strap around your head and then the goggles protect your eyes. You basically could be out there wearing swim goggles and it would do Yeah, pretty much. You'd be a little bit more aerodynamic, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. Or, yeah, we should, we should start starting that. <laughs> so, Send so, me out so to the lacrosse field with, so, with swimming goggles on. So here you, got, here you got Noah advocating for more safety and you're advocating for less. You're just saying give him. Give that's the- just how me and Tommy get down. Like, that's just like what we do. Tommy, I feel like everyone should be worried that your children are going to be very unsafe. Uh, imagine, no, imagine the tone that would set if you just see a team walking out there with swimming goggles on. <laughs> Be sweet. You Fair enough. You really couldn't take them serious, and then it's ten, <laughs> and then it's ten zero, and you're like, sheesh. Before you even know it, I mean, yeah. We've had the comment. I don't put any teams on blast, but we get this all the time. We get coaches yelling, "How are you getting beat with girls that wear helmets?" Wow. You know, you know I I don't want to say anything, Westview, but you know. <laughs> oh. 
way this guy right gets there. radio. That's it. Radio. Granite Hills girls across. Granite Hills Girls Across has touched all bases of how we want our show to be ran in 23 <laughs> minutes. 23 minutes. I'm I'm thinking about not even sticking around for the last half hour. Yeah. Just letting no, them host every- it. <laughs> <laughs> so back with Granite Hills Girls Across, we're here. That would yeah. be dope. You guys down to host the back half hour of this show? Did you, you guys come prepared with some baseball and, 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 and other content like that you can talk about? Good. Uh, You're a pitcher only. He's a P.O. Keep, keep in the background. IG Live only. <laughs> IG Live only. <laughs> Oh yeah, Dom, Dom, Dom is actually running our. I'll, I'll give it a Wait, shot. Well, let, me, let me ask this. Let me ask this. Uh, 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 in other sports, there are positions that get goofed on, like pitchers only and, and and placeholders. Is there one in lacrosse? Is it the person who takes the draw that they're just a specialist? They take the draw and then they get out of there. Is it the goalie that you goof on? Like, who's the one where you're like, yeah, I get it. You're part of the team and you serve a role, but chill. I'm thinking that that game was in any way, shape, or form due to you. Well, I mean, <laughs> a horse way to end that question. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, he had to say all that." Too messed up. Okay, fair enough. I'll, 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 I'll take, I'll, I'll walk that one back a little bit. I'll say this: in girls across, I feel like the goalies appreciated like a lot because you see when the goalie gets their stick check, it's like goalie, goalie, and then at the end of the game, everyone runs to the goalie. I think that's really cool. I feel like girls across is a sport where. Like you really have that like up tempo love for everybody. I don't really see it anywhere else. Yeah, I think that it's more like every single position is like serves the same amount of um, like efforts on the field. So if we say lose a game, it's not just our defense's fault or our goalie's fault for that matter. It's all it's also our offense, our midfield, you know. Um, and also the same for like if we win a game, it's not just our offenders who do everything. It's our defense and our goalie who saves balls too. So let I'm talking Wait, about it's a goalie in the house. No, no. So, yeah, because I've always wondered, in every single sport that has a goalie, what that day is like when you decide to transition from a field player to a goalie. I feel like that's not a decide. I feel like that coach (laughs) coach approaches you and goes, look, we got to have a conversation. You have that, like, the talk. You have the talk. I listen. I'm like, ah. So, so Coach, I want you to walk walk me through something. Pretend that Bodie here needs to be switched from defense to goalie. Tell me how you're sitting Bodie down and and telling him that it's time to play goalie. I mean, free to speak, right? Like, (laughs) oh, no, I want free, free reign. Fear of the mind. Bodie has been been dragging a little bit as as a sophomore. Helmets off for this one, yeah. (laughs) So, so sit Bodie down. Walk us through how you're telling Bodie that he's going to now spend the rest of his high school career as a goalie. Hey, Bodie, I just have one question. Do you actually want to play? Or (laughs) I mean, if you do, you're the best position for you is to play goalie. And then if you suck at that, you probably won't play either. <laughs> I mean, you guys were saying that I was harsh. Yeah, yeah. No, the truth of the matter is this. I mean, goalie is a special position, but if you don't have a goalie, you know, it, it's, it's tough. Have every one of you taken any time? Let me ask, have any of you taken time in goal? You've played a little goalie? Is it terrifying? Yeah, I played one game as the goalie because... Both of our goalies were sick, and this wasn't in high school season. This was before I actually moved on to a real Soto's. Team. Yeah, yeah, a real team, hey. per se. Hey-oh. <laughs> you were at and, Westview? Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty scary because my coach walks up to me, and she's like, hey, so I kind of need you to do me a favor. And I was like, okay, yeah. And so I get in goal. I have all this gear on, and immediately I get hit in the face, <laughs> like hit in the chest. Wait, wait, there's no face mask for the goalie? Oh, no, there is. There is, oh, but okay. still, right. I was going to say, jeez. Yeah, still, still feel the shock. Because yeah. they're so, shooting, yeah. Tommy, they're shooting from inside 10 feet just straight at you and usually. And no one wants to see that. No one but wants to be that fair, problem. like, if they're shooting straight at you, they're garbage anyway. So. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. I've experienced that. Um, um, 
But no, it, it, it's hard to it's hard to to learn how to control that shot out of the girl's stick because you have you can't really whip it. No, you can't. Yeah, I mean, what's about the deepest? Do you think that any of you could pull off a a, a shot from? Because I mean, the guys they can shoot from thirty or forty yards out. Like how? how... Well, just recently, like I think last game we had a girl. Her name's Sammy Schaefer. She made like a shot that was almost like past the twelve. It was pretty far. Yeah. So that's about uh, to measure. That's about twenty five yards, thirty yards away. That's like Steph Curry from three. <laughs> but like, <laughs> do you guys ever make fun of the dudes for having the the deeper pockets and having an easier time shooting it? I and mean, we do have an annual boys against girls, and the girls just laugh at the guys every time they try to catch with their sticks. Um, to be fair, it is a humbling experience. You know, when I first started coaching the girls, I I took it upon myself to actually learn how to catch with their stick. But if I were to go back, I, I'd have to say, I mean, every once in a while they like to challenge me, so you know. I gather up my courage and I just go for it. But Noah, have you ever tried playing catch with your sister? Yeah, it's it's a humbling experience. It's very difficult <laughs> because you think like, all right, you're this athlete. You you know, I'll, I'll pick up a stick. But then <clears throat> once you, you okay, once you, yeah, I'm all right. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you care about me, man. That's really cool. But anyways, wait, no, are you okay? Yeah, uh, you did it after. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't do it out the kindness of your heart. So you're not gonna get a pat. You're not gonna get love for that. But back to the point, wait, it is hard to throw. And to catch a lacrosse ball, especially with a girl stick. All right, so I just have to say, even though we're about to head into commercial break, we're going to come back with potentially just anarchy. There's one second left in the NCAA National Championship basketball game. Texas Tech versus Virginia. Yeah, join the Instagram line if you want to watch Chase watch the Shout game. out Dom for producing good radio in the background. Yes. Granite Hills Girls Lacrosse will be back after the commercial break with more of them. Thank you very much. Yeah, at SD Prep Insider again. You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio here in San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. <laughs> I'm admitted. I'm a nerd. I didn't have any friends. Uh, that's why how I wound up as a 28-year-old guy doing AM radio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Radio on San Diego's Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris, Christian Pedersen, Bodie DeSilva, Noah Lexington, Dom, and Chase also here. If you want to follow along and see what this looks like at SD Prep Insider, we are live Instagramming this. Thank you very much, Dom. Again, that's at SD Prep Insider. We've got Granite Hills Girls across here for another 30 minutes. And yeah. then you can tune in on Thursday to listen to them take over our jobs and host the show for us because <laughs> they are funnier, they are nicer, uh, except for the coach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they came in here like, we are the Cupkins now. We are. <laughs> Soto just looked us in the eyes. Just we knew. All right, this is it. Um, so right now, looking at the playoffs, uh, it's it's never easy to playoff watch in certain sports because some teams don't fill out that max preps and that makes them jerks and it makes it hard to follow Tory Pines. Um, what? Um, <laughs> but right now, guys, you are sitting seventh currently in Division One, which would put you in the open division. Granted, we still have what six or seven games left this season. Is there any scoreboard watching? Do you guys go home at night? You know, yeah, we got. 37,000 points for us tonight, but uh, what did these other teams do, or is it just put our heads down, play our game, win our games that we can? Is there anything that you're watching, anything that you're not watching? Well, I think that usually when we finish a game, we go home, we reflect on what we did or what, what we didn't do, and then we just go to, say, practice the next day, and we just work on our next game, and we just leave the, the last game like in the past. How have you guys been preparing for when it comes to playoff time these the closer games that you guys are going to be a part of because being in these blowout losses or blowout wins I'm sorry have been amazing but when the going gets tough and you got to win a, a game a close game how have you guys been preparing for that 
I think it really, what Soto says, it all comes down to discipline. And when we're going into these games, we know they're not going to be easy. And we're just going into it with the mentality that we need to have discipline, we need to work as a team, and it can't be individuals out there. And as long as we stay consistent and respect each other out there, then everything should go good. And I know Coach talked about wanting to be in the open, playing that top competition. Being in that open or D1, like wavering back and forth, is a very tough position to be in. How do you guys feel about it? <laughs> anyone, anyone. Okay. Well, I mean, like, the way we all feel about it is that, like, we're just super excited and stoked about every time, like, oh, we made it this far, now it's what's next. Like, we just keep going and going and going. It's not like we look back. It's the, it's not the first game everyone remembers. It's the last one. Mm, and so for us, preach. like, we just keep, like, <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Bad. we just keep looking forward and, like, see what we can fix, what we can, like, recover from, and then just, like, reflecting, oh, we did this badly and maybe we did this poorly. We just look up and say, okay, well, however we practice is how we're going to play. And so we play as hard as we can and we play our hearts out because we're passionate for the sport. Now, has this uh, been something that all of you have played since you were 10, since you were 5? Because lacrosse is a newer sport. I, I know for myself, I graduated high school in 2009. It was just beginning to be a CIF sport. Not a ton of people had it in their schools. I, I mean, Noah, did you really know about lacrosse? You graduated... Two, 2017. Yeah. Did you know about lacrosse a ton when you were in high school? I mean, um, where, where does this go? Like, I'm trying to figure out where lacrosse started to really be oh. a West Coast sport and um, when. Going, like, going into high school is when you start to hear about la lacrosse because it's like, oh, you hear on the announcements like, oh, the boys lacrosse team did this or the girls lacrosse team did this. So that would have been about 2013 was when yeah. you found out about it. I know, Soto, that you run a program, uh, Diamond Cut Crew, that does – incorporate the younger groups but for for all of you guys when did you start playing lacrosse um most of our seniors on our team have only been playing for four years so they tried out freshman year not even knowing um how to play lacrosse or even the game at all but we have a lot of like new players right now that have been playing since middle school and they like none of us have been playing like our whole lives you know who here's been playing since middle school okay yeah, so that the, the four of them kind of sheepishly raised their hands, which I don't know why yeah. they won't own up to it. And, and oh, how how long did it take you guys to adjust to all the rules? Because when I watch a lacrosse game and like the whistle <laughs> just blows like every single second, everyone just stops and freezes. I be getting confused. I the first game I played, I think I was put down as like a defender, which I never thought I would ever play now. Like because I've never I I hate playing defense, and. As soon as, like, the whistle blew, I had no clue what I was doing. I was still walking around, and the ref was like, hey, stop moving. And I was just like, oh, okay. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and they were like, mark up on somebody. I was like, I don't even know what that means. And I was just, like, running around cluelessly, like, not knowing oh, what to do. that sounds like a tough time. Yeah. How you guys started with other sports and then transitioned to lacrosse? I feel like there's a lot of carryover. Between... <laughs> Anyone? What sport? I was actually a gymnast. A gymnast? <laughs> that is not a carryover at all. I was gonna. I was thinking, what do you would say, soccer? But I guess yeah, not. I mean, I of course, soccer. I played soccer when I was a little kid. Okay. Just like everyone else, but <laughs> but um, I was a gymnast for a really long time, and then I was like, I saw lacrosse on TV actually, and I was like, oh, that looks really cool, and so I just tried out, and I guess I, I stuck with it. Forever. What did you see on TV? Was it a pro lacrosse game, college lacrosse? Uh, do you no, remember? It was actually it was some sort of high school game I think it, they were somewhere in the east coast and I just was kind of looking at it and I just was in awe of what they were doing because <laughs> it looked like soccer but it was just 10 times cooler <laughs> so I just decided let's well yeah cause, okay so I'll, I'll ask this for for Bodie for you Tommy if either of you were still paying attention and not just dialing <laughs> in on the the Padres and, and so. basketball 
Would you have played lacrosse in high school? I know that we were all baseball players, so that that's a loaded question in retrospect, given how much fun we had. But looking at it, if it, you know, if we were all ten, and you had the choice uh, of picking daisies in the outfield or of rolling the crease and going top shelf, like, do you think lacrosse would have sucked I, you in? I think that lacrosse is probably more exciting to younger kids because, like you said, baseball is a lot of standing around. But they started it when I was a sophomore in high school. They brought it there. And my brother actually quit baseball to play lacrosse, and I was very offended. But um, th- that was a wild team, too, because, no- like you were saying, nobody knows the rules. So it was just all the football kids, and they were just killing people. But apparently it was all illegal. So <laughs> first game, they had to kind of cut it short a little bit. Um, figured out the rules, I think, halfway through the season. I don't think they won a game, but uh, they had fun. So. Hey, they hit the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was definitely big when I was in high school. Um, obviously, I didn't play it, but going to a couple games, I – kind of didn't understand the rules as Noah said when they're blowing the whistle a lot and I'm thinking that that hits legal and different things so So coach what is that like for you when you get all these new players who don't know anything about the game what's your philosophy of like getting him on track real fast oh you throw him in the fire you know you go out there uh, tryouts are you know pretty rundown fundamental things and I'm not looking for who the best players are because it is such a new sport that to really hope that you get a player who has experiences Ridiculous, at least not where we come from. So just fundamentals and discipline, and then I built the rest. Without having to name any names, was there one instance that you can remember where someone never played before and they showed up and did something just crazy, and you're like, ooh, I should probably correct that, like shot on the wrong goal or something like that? Has there ever been I mean, basic knowledge is to know to shoot I feel like right everyone's goal. done that. From what I've heard, it's kind of the opposite, that one of the, uh, the five players in this room was more of a natural uh, when she picked up a stick and has been the prodigy that Granite Hills has been banking on showing up for a couple of years. Um, and if you were watching on Instagram, it was the one that just got really red in the face and, and backed away from it all. So, Coach, um, we, if you don't mind shifting over to Granite or Diamond Cut Crew. Sorry, I was about to say the Granite Cut Diamonds. That was, that was not the way uh, the, the Diamond Cut Crew. I, that actually makes sense. And that name yeah. goes hard, too. <laughs> <laughs> GCD. Um, so for the DCC, I mean, that's almost sounds like it might be an even more uphill battle than high school because you have the constraints of high school sports puts kids directly in front of you. So for you being somebody who's really one of the, the leaders at the tip of making lacrosse a legitimate youth sport out here, what is that battle like? I mean, it's a consistent battle, but one of the things that I've noticed is as coaches around the county, we're all going through that same battle. So instead of, you know, fighting each other and each of us, you know, trying to go our own way, my philosophy has been bring as many people with that same mentality, keep them under one roof, and it doesn't matter what we call it. You know, we just go battle that way, fight it that way. I mean, one of the greatest examples on the boys' side is the United team. You know, they're united for a reason. It's multiple head coaches, multiple great programs, and they're going and making, you know, names for themselves on the East Coast where the game is really, you know, where it started. Well, yeah, because in the last couple of years, we've started to have um, Syracuse commits, and I'm going to always be extremely biased to that being the greatest <laughs> lacrosse school on the face of the planet. Sounds like you went there some, huh? Yeah, buddy. Uh, <laughs> dude, I even went back to go say hi to Nate McPeak when he first made it there as a goalie. Nate being from Eastlake a couple of years ago, uh, Poway's current goalie is committed to Syracuse. Um but do you find that it's starting to get younger? Is it starting to be kids, like legitimate little I, little kids are starting to see this as a youth sport? I mean, I think like you mentioned before, there's certain areas in San Diego County where it's become, you know, the youth sport to play. You know, in some areas like our areas, we're still struggling to kind of meet that tempo. You know, one of the biggest fears that we have down here 
near Granite Hills is meeting that plateau because we don't have enough of that youth prodigies, you know, coming through and, and playing the game, you know. I mean, you, you get 20 little kids that go into the sport, you're bound to get two or three, you know, good ones to build a program. But if you have zero, you can't build off zero, you know. So to the females that are sitting here right now who have experience playing lacrosse, what would you say to the younger kids who might be interested in playing it? Like, what's your pitch to them? You have the mic, go. I think a lot of it is just being constantly motivated to keep going at it because it's kind of easy to get discouraged with the sport since it's kind of hard to learn once you first pick up the stick. If you have a lot of support and you're really motivated to go after it, it definitely gets a lot easier and a lot more fun, especially with a team like Granite. It's definitely become a family that I, I love to be a part of, and it's really just putting a lot of effort towards it and working your hardest. Hey, that, that would have got me to play some lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> right, we, we got one more uh, segment coming after the break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Southern California Pep Insider Sports Radio here at San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. It's butt sniffer offense. Yes, sir. You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Radio on San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. <laughs> Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris, Christian Pedersen, Bodie De Silva, Noel Icina. Chase and Dom are here with Granite Hills Girls Lacrosse. We have one more segment. Christian is enjoying this music. I'm tired, Tommy. I'm ready to go to bed. Yeah, you, you crossed over from tired to delusional, I think, two hours ago. Yep. yep. But I've had a great show with all of you guys. I've missed all of you. Bodie, I'm glad you're back to not talking. Um, <laughs> it's been a wonderful show. We are joined for 15 more minutes by Granite Hills Girls Lacrosse, who currently is in the seventh seed in the county and is... Uh, 11 and 1, 191 goals scored, 60 goals allowed, 10 game win streak. Yeah, the good. They're real good. If you missed any of the show earlier today, you can catch it on our SoundCloud, on our Twitter, on our Instagram, on our Facebook. You can hear Olympian uh, explain the Donde Esta La Leche. Uh, yes. You can. <laughs> All sorts of chaos happened. Uh, we found out that caramel-flavored seeds are, are truly awful. They're terrible. So, so okay, let me ask you this, uh, Sorry, girls. Um, baseball players, we were just talking with, like we said, seeds, gum, all sorts of snacks. I know you guys aren't allowed to snack during the game, but is there is there in-game snacking? I, yeah, there's – okay, before every game. No, before game. You're saying yeah. that you eat them during the game? Okay, no, because that's what I was saying. I was saying. Oh, I, I mean, I was gonna, like, I was gonna back them up because they do be winning by like twenty. I thought <laughs> up, up nineteen, sneak a little gummy here and I there. I thought you were saying that's why the why helmets you, are so big. Yeah, why are you wearing the helmets? Yeah. So no, but okay. So pregame, what's the good luck meal? What's the the routine? Is there any sort of got to crush a California burrito? Got to eat like what kind of gummy bears are we talking about? Do you just oh, only do you only eat the like, do you only eat the red ones? Are you any sort of superstitious like that? Like. <laughs> Just yeah. anything you can get? I bring, like, two or three bags, like, per game. Jeez. And I eat, like, a bag or two before every game. And it's, like, all of them except for the clear ones, which I give to Mac right here because she hey. loves them. <laughs> that's so I literally, the- I, like, get on a sugar high before every game, and that's just how I rule. I was going to say, <laughs> I'll say this. We, we, had, we had a couple weeks Chase ago. Chase has eaten uh, four of those bags of sour peachios, whatever those things are, and he didn't die, so that was pretty good. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, I'll just say this. We had, an, we had a, a show a couple weeks ago where there was a bunch of, athletic trainers in here and they said to chase they looked at him dead in the face <laughs> with the most and they said look. it is not medically safe the amount of candy you have eaten in a 10 minute sprint here so just so you know 
I don't know if that's a sustainable thing. Um, <laughs> hey, athletic I mean, trainer, nothing... athletic schmainer. She puts up the numbers. We don't care. Nothing's right. gone wrong so far. All right. So then, then Mac, explain why you are willing to just eat nothing but the clear gummy bears. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like because they're usually like the clear ones are usually like pineapple flavored. And I feel like that's just the best one out of the pack. So whenever I get an option, I'll just take one of the clear ones. And, and, and how, wait, wait, I'm curious how this started, though. Did, did, did she just say, say one day, I've got a bunch of leftover clear ones. You're like, I'll take that. Was it, oh, let me, I'm down with the pineapple. Like, how did how did you two figure out that this combo works so well? I, I kind of like I don't like those ones, so I just kind of walk over and she's like, "Oh, I like those ones." I'm like, "All right, just like eat the rest of them." And then there was like 20 in the bag, so you just ate them all. <laughs> I was gonna say like once it gets down to like the last ones and you don't like them, you're like, "Sheesh, I'm not trying to pick that one out," you know? And yeah. then you just give it to the next person. Everybody eats. Anybody else with the the pregame ritual meal drink color of Gatorade? Anything superstitious like that you gotta have? No. Red is always the best flavor for everything, by the way. Yeah, I kind of share it with everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I walk around with everybody. Like, I don't oh, want no. this one. I don't want that one. I walk one. around like once before a game, maybe. So I save like a lot for me, you know, just because I like gummy bears. She gets two bags, like, one bag yeah. for her and the other bag for the rest of the team. Yeah, and I just kind of walk around and like let people pick some, and then once I'm like done sharing, I just eat the rest. Would you ever go crazy and buy the sour gummy bears? Would no, be not really. No. It's different today. Let me get some sour in me. <laughs> That's what happened before the. That was that was what happened before the Scripps Ranch game. Let me switch over to Sour. Got the Sour gummy bears. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if I have gummy bears. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, Probably why. The, the Scripps Ranch. If you're listening, we'll welcome you into the show to rebut this. But uh, <laughs> until now, we will go with the only reason that you guys lost to the eighth best team in the country was a lack of gummy bears pregame. Yes. Um, yes. That's the only that logical way that to and put nothing it. else. Yes. <laughs> With our full force of sports analysis, there's, that is all we can come up with uh, uh, pregame. Uh, are, are you guys all? Uh, oh yeah. By the way, uh, who Chase? You want to tell us who won the national championship for basketball? Virginia. All right. Thanks, man. Um, speed bump, dude. You, we're not a high, we're not, we're a high, we're a high school. We're a high school show, not a college show. Um, are you guys field hockey in the fall? Who plays? Who here plays multiple sports, or is it all just lacrosse? Just lacrosse. It's all just lacrosse year, year round. round. Lax is life. Lax is life. Lax is a great nickname for the sport. I think that's why I like it so much. It yeah. is. It is one of the best nicknames. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, what is, no, you went, lacrosse has some good like slang terms for the stick, too. Well, they, it, 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 somebody, it, that, that's kind of where I wanted to go with this. Anyone can educate us on, like, I know the guys have some, some different ones than you do, but some just some different slang about lacrosse. Like, educate Bodie, Noah, myself, on what are some good, fun, in you know, lacrosse insider terms that we can bust out with our friends, and we can we can make us sound cool. Coach, you're already laughing. I, I think it's mostly about the shooting, you know. Okay. You guys, are, you know, top shelf is one, but we like to call it top chat. Top chat. You know. Yeah. So anytime you hit top shelf, you know, it's like got top shelf, got top chat, got top chat, and everybody loves that. They get fired up. Um, we have a we have certain calls at Granite where we like to go B two Bs, you know, behind the back. Ooh. And uh, McKenna, who like uh, McKenna, who doesn't really want to, you know, our 13th highest scorer in in California doesn't really want to say anything, but she's probably the queen of B2Bs around that crease. She gets nasty with her. And with the friendship nails, too. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> okay, <laughs> got the style, too. <laughs> Are you allowed to celebrate goals in lacrosse, or is that not frowned upon? It depends on how hard you celebrate. <laughs> yeah, you okay. just got to do it, you know, like undercover. Like, yeah. You can't do it. You, you can get a call for it. You yeah. get a yellow card. That's where the humble Oh. See, that's how I always lacked that part. <laughs> that's always been tough for me. All right, I was going to go through celebrations, but this is a bad idea. No, I mean, to be fair, last game, it was a league rival, Grossmont. You know, so, like, I, 
one of the last things we did, you know, because they kept pushing and it was a 16 to 2 game. I said, fine, they want to keep pushing. I told Ken, I said, look, after you score, I want you to drop the stick just so they know that, you know, you're done, you're done scoring for the night. You know, she did go for the B2B, didn't get it through, but I, I'm all for celebrations. I tell them, you know, cook the fire, make it happen, you know? I like this Top guy. Top shed, I want to play for, fire, I want to play for Granite Hills now. Girls Lacrosse now. I'm pumped. The culture there is just well, maybe, maybe we can, Soda, can we have you just come in 10 minutes before every show, get us <laughs> kind of pump pumped us up, up, get yeah. us kind of pumped up? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'll, just record, I'll record my speeches. I'll send them over. All right. Any other, any other good uh, terms that we can in, give our fans, or have we gotten the, the best of the best there with B2B, Top Cheddar, and... Uh, yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah? Okay. Fair enough. Um, couple minutes left. We will remind everybody that in, coming up, you guys have Monta Vista, Helix, University City, then it closes out with Santana, Hemet, and Valhalla. So six games left to go before the playoff hunt starts. Anything left in the regular season to accomplish, or, or is the eyes starting to look a little bit towards playoffs? I mean, every game is an opportunity to get better. One of the things we talk about is if you're not competing in practice, there's no chance of you competing during the game. So, I mean, every, every game on that schedule is an opportunity for us to learn and get better. And if we're not doing that, then we're obviously failing and not doing that. So. That Hemet game is kind of random. How, how did that come about, the out-of-section? You know, unfortunately, because we're in the Grossman League, we do get our league schedules really late. Shout-out CIF. Maybe you guys can hook us up and send them <laughs> a little earlier. But, um, you know, when that happens, you, you get teams, you know, uh, out of the league or out of San Diego County that are looking for teams, and why not, you know, take a chance. What's that experience like for, the girl, for you girls, like playing a team from somewhere that's really far from you guys? Um, I usually think it's just fun, you know, like it's just it's just the experience getting to play new teams because, you know, we play a league, we have two rounds of league, so we play eight games a league each year and playing teams that we've never even played before is just an experience. It's just an experience for us to get better as a team and it's just an experience for us to see like all the lacrosse around the around like the county. All right, we got about a minute and a half left, so I'll give you guys some time to shout out anyone uh, you might want to shout outs. out. Shout out! Shout out your goalie. Anyone? Anyone? Shout out! My best friend. My best friend plays across Casey. I mean, he already asked shout me out. to shout him out, so I'm just might as well do it. Shout there you go, Casey. What's up? Good job, man. Crushing it. Um, anyone else? Oh, he broke his collarbone. Yeah, he did. All right, speed recovery, Casey. <laughs> Heal that thing. Shout out. I'll give a shout out to shout out. Chase and the golf show. Uh, tee it up. Go yes. listen to that. I'll give a shout out to shout out. Uh, Bodie and uh, his decision to introduce caramel flavored seeds to us. Shout out. Uh, I'll give a shout out to Dennis shout out. for the music choice tonight. Shout out. Dennis on fire tonight. Dennis Rock was on it point. Rocket Dennis. Uh, Dom also, thanks for joining us. Yes, our Instagram interns. Live. They're getting they're getting shout bigger out. and better, man. We. I want to steal his hat too. He's got no, San, you don't. San Diego no, Fleet you don't. hat, yeah. It's, it's my hat. The now. Fleet will never die. XFL <laughs> San Diego. Hold up. No, Tommy, you don't want Tommy's hat is pretty dope. I don't know if y'all can see it, but there's a Vegas Knights logo on it and it's flowery. It's kind of dope. Yeah, it's it's pretty heat. Hey, if you want to trade hats, I'd be down. This hat's kind of wet though, because it was in the water at the beach it. today. No, I don't I don't do the beach water stuff. Yeah. Gross. There's probably seaweed in there. No, I don't think so. Maybe. <laughs> if you Maybe want fleet sand. gear, Tommy, if you want fleet Ooh. gear, it's at fifty percent off. At any big five, and I know the Encinitas one is stocked. Done. I'm, so if you I'm going. Get, that's the jam. Do they have hats? 
hats, sweaters, water bottles. Are they out of starter jackets? I am not employed there, so I don't know. I only oh. know I can just say social media response. That's the jam. All right, free ad for Big Five there. Um, we will be back Thursday with more, a little bit of the same, different I don't team. have anyone booked yet. Don't we'll have anyone booked, out. so we'll figure it out. Don't worry. We will, I promise. Uh, even listen to Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio here at San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Donde esta la leche? Yeah! yeah. Nailed it.